This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ross Tucker. Tech's a great defensive team. We all know that. Oklahoma's best player, Reeves is out so i like texas tech laying the seven tonight a five point win for texas tech over ou and that's a big one for tech as well after they lost a heartbreaker on big monday breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet on the betql audio network Here on this Tuesday, live for the next three hours on the Bet 1430 in Denver, the Bet 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. You follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily. This is Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker. Another jam show today. That's the way it's going to be the rest of the week as we inch closer and closer to the big game. Five days away now. Uh, Brian Baldinger from Radio.com Sports does a great job breaking the film. You see him on NFL Network. He will join us, uh, even though Eli thinks his name is Brain Baldinger. Brian Baldinger will be joining us in about 20 minutes. Michael Gallagher on the NBA from Establish the Run. Our buddy from the Westgate, Jeff Sherman, will find out where the money is coming in on these various prop bets. Uh, what side are they going to need? Is it uh, are they going to need the Bucks as uh, much as some suggest? I know a lot of sharper betters are certainly on the Bucks, so uh, we'll see if that's the case once we get to Sunday. And Dan Bach from Roto Grinders hit on the Super Bowl, and of course the Association. Ross Tucker, how you feeling this morning? I was feeling great, Joe, until that open that Eli Hershkovich <laughs> clearly put together. I mean, yesterday, we don't even mention the lightning bets from Friday until like an hour in the show when I boring. bring it up during your NBA prop bets because I noticed that the lightning bets aren't even listed anywhere to recap them. Today, of course, because my lightning bet didn't come through, by two points, Eli makes that the first thing we play at the start of the show to try to make me look bad. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. I See, I don't care for the recap anyways. I think they're incredibly boring whether we win or we lose. But it's we talk about it quickly usually at the start of the show. But yeah, Friday was I, – I forgot what my bets were. That's how long ago it is and how many bets happen in between. But yeah, Eli's trying to make it look bad. He celebrated when Texas Tech win. His guy, Chris Beard, wins – but did not cover. It was a perfect situation for him. I threw out a couple yesterday. One of them didn't even play. Uh, <laughs> he, he didn't even play. Drummond didn't even play in the game last night. But I did have a big winner with points betting. We'll get to that uh, with the lightning bets. I, I'm really looking forward to talking to Baldy in about 15, 20 minutes. Get his reaction on the trade. Find out about his experience at the Hula Bowl. I was like, wait, it did this really happen? But, uh, yeah, he was there covering it. I'm sure he's got some major takeaways and, of course, his thoughts on the Super Bowl here. But uh, let's start to run through some props. I feel like we've fallen behind with everything going on, NBA, college basketball, NHL, all this stuff going on. And then all of a sudden, wait, wait, we're five days away. We need to uh, 
help the people out a little bit, talk through some of these various prop bets, because it's a situation where I think your average better. Um, if you don't have the time, you're busy with work and family and all that stuff. Yeah, you know about the side in total, and it's the sharpest market of the year. It's tough to find an edge there. And then, okay, yeah, I'll get in on some props. Well, there's thousands of them. So I don't, I have no idea where to start. And Ross, we do this every day. Uh, even for us, when we start to go over it, isn't it quite overwhelming? Oh my God. Look at the, look at the graphic they just put up. Like anybody watching can actually read all that stuff. Now right. that is hilarious. The, and, and Eli Hershkovich is the executive producer. So that falls exactly on his shoulders. Like, <laughs> What Listen, a child. Ross is honestly a five-year-old. I mean, look at this. Look at this graphic. I can't even read this. And I am on the show, Joe. I mean, is this is this six font? Is this six? Like, what is this? There is zero percent chance. Now, look, I know a lot of people listen on demand later on the radio.com app or other apps, which is great. I know a lot of people just listen on the radio.com app. That's great. I don't even know how many people watch us live, Joe. Do you think anybody that watches us live? I just checked could, it out, Ross, on the screen. It looks fine on a radio.com, by the way. Could actually see what they just posted. I saw it. I could read it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you better have it real up close. I mean, yeah. that, that is like, that's like, that was like trying to read the Bible right there. No, well, that's exactly to our point. And that's just a sliver of the quarterback props that are available. And I, I'd assume they're getting a lot of money because the, the big draw here is the battle at quarterback trying to figure out what's going to happen with all of these props. Let's start uh, to rifle through some of these. And if you do want to watch us, you can watch us uh, radio.com slash betql dash daily radio.com slash betql dash daily. I, I think uh, the video component is mostly for the, the tweets of the videos that they send out at BetQL Daily is where you can find those video clips. Pass attempts. Mahomes, 40 and a half. Brady, 39 and a half. What do you think when you see these? Is Do you like either of them? You know, I got to tell you, Joe, I feel like I'm not great at prop bets, and I'm not exactly sure why. I mean... I, I think you really have to put a lot of time into studying where yes. they've been over the last where they've been over the last um, wait, wait, what just happened there? I I just <laughs> I just realized that I forgot to put my headphones in. I knew that what it was. As soon as I saw the comment from Eli pop up in the chat, I hear, oh <laughs> I totally forgot to put my headphones in. And I didn't realize it until Eli just said something on our chat while we were talking. I almost, I didn't almost swear, but I was like, oh crap, I forgot. <laughs> that is funny. Did you ever uh, run out anyway, into the field? Did you ever run out into the field without your helmet? No. Have you seen teammates do it? No. That's kind of okay. hard to do. I mean, I, I'd imagine. You you know I, if you have your helmet on or not. There might be I, other things that I've seen had, you guys do. I had that feeling uh, early last night um, that I think that you just had because I walked into the store and I was bringing something on my phone right before I got out of the car. I finally get out of the car. I walk in the store. As soon as I walk in, 
oh, wait, everybody's wearing the mask except for me. And then I turn back around. <laughs> yes. Like, to me. You know what my number one thing is, Joe? Yeah. I actually, um, I forget when I'm traveling a lot, I forget what room number I'm in, in the hotel. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just a me thing or, you know, CTE or whatever. <laughs> but CTE. Um, <laughs> that's a normal thing. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Well, it depends how high the numbers go, but yeah. I I, I forget. Like, it's, it's a couple times a fall. I have to go to the front desk and say, uh, what's my... What's my room number again? All right, I'm going to plug in my Is headphones. That... Totally forgot. That was hilarious. A few more that's minutes. the first time that's happened. The audio. They the, are listeners at 1430. The bet. Love this. Big fans. Big fans. All right. I'm plugged in. I am good. Okay. Um, anyway, what I was saying about the, the prop bets, though, Joe, um, you know, the thing is, is okay, so to really understand these, like I don't know off the top of my head how many attempts there are usually for quarterback. You know what I mean? Like it seems like high 30s a lot. So you go and you look at their last few games, you're like, all right, well, guess what? When you go and you look at their last few games, it typically works out to the point where the number's about where you feel like it should be. So because that's what they did. So for you to have a strong feeling over or under, it really has a lot to do with game script and how you think the game is going to go. Um, I, I think it's going to be a little bit lower scoring than what the total is right now. So I guess I would lean under Joe, but it's not a, it's not a strong feeling. Yeah. in Mahomes, this chief's often so explosive. He can go under 40 and a half and they could still put up 40 points. This year, both playoff games, he's gone under. Obviously, the Cleveland, Cleveland, he had 30 in that game. If he plays the entire game, does he go over 40 and a half? Not really sure. Maybe it depends how it looks at the very end. At the end of the game, are, are they passing or not? Uh, in last year, in their playoff run, Mahomes went over 40 and a half in one of the three games, and that was a Super Bowl when they were trailing and he had 42 pass attempts. Brady, numbers 39 and a half. Uh, this year in the playoffs, he's gone over in one of the three games. The one game just barely went over against Washington. They couldn't stop him all day. I think it was 381 yards, but again, barely barely over. Regular season, it was this. It was between twenty three and forty eight. That's how wide the gap was. He went over in half his games, so I think the average is about right. If I had to pick over under on one of these two, I would probably go over Brady thirty nine and a half since I expect them to be trailing. Let me ask you this, Joe. Since the public really likes going over, right, and we know that, yeah. What do you think would happen if all year, all you did? was just take the under on every prop bet. I think it for primetime games, I think you'd be pretty you'd be in a pretty good spot. But same this thing, no, but isn't yeah. it isn't it isn't it similar for like season win totals? Like they're always leaning a little bit to the over because people like the over. Like I would love to see what would happen if you just blindly 
prop bet under and season win total under across the board. If uh, yeah, usually with the season win totals, it depends on the book. But if you go and add up all the wins, it's more wins than are possible in an NFL season. Right, <laughs> so, right, yeah, right, they're, right. They're absolutely shaded that way. So if I, I've heard from a lot of people, if you go under, if you go no on a lot of these prop bets in the Super Bowl, usually you, you'll be all right. You should be all right unless worst case scenario, it's a seventy point game. Something like that. Something crazy happens. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as other people. I think that the Bucks D-line is going to get after Patrick Mahomes. I'm not sure either one of them gets to 40 pass attempts. I actually think that I'll be curious to see how much the Bucks actually try to run the ball with Fournette and Ronald Jones against the Chiefs defense that you can run on them a little bit. Their secondary is good, man. Uh, you, you know, your best bet mm-hmm. might be to run a little bit. Um, uh, of these various quarterback props that Eli listed out for us, one that I find interesting that I, I think a lot of people are going to jump on because of the Brady trend in the nine Super Bowls. Quarterback passing yards in the first quarter. Brady traditionally known for slow starts in the Super Bowl, only scoring three points. I would ease up before I go crazy on that one. If the Chiefs win the coin toss, they're probably going to defer. And if the Bucs win, it wouldn't surprise me if they end up taking the ball, want want to uh, jump out to the lead. It wouldn't shock me. And the Mahomes number is 73 and a half for the first quarter. And Brady is at 60 and a half. He looked just fine at the start of that Packers game uh, last time out, right? And different offense, uh, different weapons, more weapons than he's had in previous years. I wouldn't go too crazy and say, well, the uh, the Bucks are barely going to score in the first quarter because that's Brady in Super Bowls. Maybe it works out that way, but it, but that wouldn't be my reasoning behind uh, betting under 60 and a half here. Right, and, and here's my thing, Joe. Other than the Super Bowl, have you ever bet passing yards in a quarter? Never. Never. So that's the thing. Like, I feel like there are some pros I know that do well with prop bets in the Super Bowl. But for the most part, I look at Super Bowl prop bets as like big time profit for the books, big time profit by people that are betting things they've never bet before. They don't really even know what is a high or low number for a quarter. And and they think, oh, Brady, slow start. So I'm going to do this. But they don't really know. Yeah. I, I hear you. Here's another one. Mahomes gets 350-plus passing yards in a Chiefs win. Mahomes has played in seven playoff games, Ross. How many games has he passed for 350-plus yards? One or none? Zero. And most of them not even close. I, I was quickly going over it. I think the closest was 324. Maybe there's one a little bit higher, but not even close to 350. But I think, but to your point, I think a lot of public betters that say Chiefs are going to roll this game. Oh, for the Chiefs to win, and I think they're going to put up high thirties, low forties, and points. Mahomes will easily, easily pass for over three hundred fifty yards. I've seen him do this all year at plus two fifty. I think, I think that's a pretty poor bet. I, I agree. I mean, for the stat you just named, it's 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 exactly a bad bet. I mean, there's not a very good chance that it happens based on all the information we have. Yeah. 
Uh, so many different ways to go. However, Brady 300 plus and a Bucks win at three to one with better odds. They're going to have to score if they want to beat the Chiefs. It's time for nickel or dime. Should you spend $500 or $1,000? Open up those wallets. We give you the answers on nickel or dime on BetQL Daily. Points bet, the exclusive sports betting partner of the Denver Nuggets, out doing the competition in Colorado. They are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA and NFL games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else? You hear that? The bet 1430 in Denver. Check out points bet. Had a big winner last night. We'll talk about that during our lightning bets uh, before we get out of here at 1 p.m. Eastern time here on the radio.com app at BetQL Daily. Nice open, Eli Herskovich. We bring in our executive producer for the segment, Joe Ostrowski, Ross Tucker here. It is nickel or dime. Now, in the past, Eli, we have a lot of new listeners. Maybe it's the first time they're hearing this segment. It's nickel or dime because we were saying nickels or dimes or nickels and dimes for a long, long period of time. Yeah. Uh, that's that's official. You wrote it out for us, and you said uh, it's singular. It is singular because in the moment, between one or the other, it is nickel or dime. So I decided to make that call. All right. Good executive call there. Uh, explain what this segment is, man. All right. So you and Ross will decide whether you're going to spend $500 on one bet or one item or a thousand dollars on another bet or item. And typically they'll even out. So it, it makes it a little more fun to decide between one or the other, because the odds kind of even out when you're putting down 500 or a thousand. All right, let's get rolling, man. I uh, I think we've got some good topics today. So better be Super Bowl week. Yep. So let's start off with the Super Bowl Chiefs and Bucks. Five hundred dollars on Bucks money line at plus one forty, or a thousand dollars a dime on the Chiefs minus three minus one twenty. Host, who do you want to talk? Joe. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Bucks money line for a 500 or Chiefs minus three at minus 120. Well, it's free money. No, it's not free money. You're not giving me Monopoly money here. It's my own money. Uh, But if I have to go one way or the other, give me Pat Mahomes. I do not get a lot of opportunities to bet on Pat Mahomes uh, favored by a field goal or less. So I am going to do that since you're giving me the three and I'm not in that tough spot where I have to go three and a half. I, I think we w- will probably be there later on in the week. I mean, at minus 120. Are you seeing a lot of uh, 120s right now, Eli? Or did you make uh, make this decision to make it tougher? No, it's it's out there. Uh, minus okay. 117, it can be. Sitting juiced as well at points bet. So it's definitely out there. Yeah, I had to pick one or the other. I'm going to take the Chiefs uh, to win and cover. I'm going to go the other way. Um, I, I like getting plus money on the money line. Look, I think if the Bucks win, I, I, you know, I mean, I think if you're not getting that much value from getting the points, right? Like it's only three points. Yeah. So that probably helps you with a push as much as anything. So I, I think the Bucks have a decent chance to win the game. I said this earlier in the week. If it was two and a half, I'd probably lean Chiefs. If it were three and a half, I'd lean bucks. But given the odds that it's three and the minus 120 versus plus 145, look, I'm seeing right now uh, that it was minus 117. So you're getting worse odds there. And that the money line's plus 143 at one place. So you're giving me a little bit better odds both ways that way. So give me the bucks 
plus 145 money line. Plus, I don't feel that strongly about it, so I'd rather put a nickel on it than a dime. All right. Uh, next topic, over to Super Bowl futures for next season. Put a nickel on the Browns at 22-1 to one to win it all, or Matthew Stafford and the Rams put a dime on Los Angeles at 14-1. to one. Nickel or dime? It'd be nice to know where top five quarterback Deshaun Watson is going to play. Is he going to be in the AFC or in the NFC? We do know that he won't be on either of these teams. Browns 22 to win the Super Bowl after their big win. Are they going to be able to back it up? Or do you like the Rams 14 to one? Throw a thousand there. Uh, we didn't even get to it this much. Let me go on record that if I had to, to make a bet today on the Rams, okay, these are the best odds you're going to get, Joe. Do you want the Rams to go to the Super Bowl? Nah. I'm not sure. We're going to see regression on the defensive side of the ball. And how are they going to be able to add later in the draft? They don't have a lot of money. uh, Something we hit on yesterday, you know, the difference with Stafford and golf. Does that help them advance another game in this year's playoff? Probably not. Uh, They're in a really tough division. (sighs) But, But the Browns. You're dealing with, okay, which Lamar Jackson are we going to get this year? Pat Mahomes is still in the conference. We don't know if Watson's going to be there. Uh, How's Josh Allen going to look? It's going to be tough. I'd probably go Rams, even though I I haven't placed a futures bet on them. I'm not that sold that they're going to be going to the Super Bowl here. I'd go Browns. Um, I'd go Browns without much hesitation. Do I think Matthew Stafford is going to go from never winning a playoff game to winning four playoff games and the Super Bowl? No, I do not. You're right about the regression on defense, Joe. Um, look, I think he's a better player, but I'm not sure he's as much of a better player as some people are indicating about Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff. You know, he's a little bit flasher. He's got a stronger arm. Goff's been solid. Stafford's, I mean, like if you had to rank it, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Joe, off the top of my head. We have to go through it, but maybe Matthew Stafford's the 12th best quarterback in the NFL or 10th? Top 15. And, top Jared, 15. Go- and Jared Goff is 15th? Yeah, uh, without looking at it, first thing I thought was Stafford is top 15, but not top 10. And Goff, probably not top 15, but he is top 20. Correct, which means there's not it's not like a it's not you're going it's not like you're going from a guy that's not in the top 20 to a top five guy. That's not what's happening here. Yeah. Um, so I would go Browns. I think the Browns are gonna they got a lot of money to spend. I think they're gonna go big on the second level and third level of the defense. They got some playoff experience now. We'll see what happens with Odell Beckham Jr. I'm a Browns guy. I'd rather get 22 to 1 odds on the Browns. They need to give Baker some weapons, right? You agree there? Well, I mean, I don't know. They they got a good tight end in Hooper. They've got yeah. Jarvis Landry's a good receiver. They've got two stud running backs. I think they probably will get another receiver if Beckham's not back. But if Beckham's not, if Beckham is back, they don't need to get another receiver. And by the way, yeah. that Peoples Jones kid was good as a rookie. He was. He was. Uh, the biggest reason. That uh, made me go Rams is the guy that's going to be playing on Sunday. <laughs> like if okay, so I can avoid Mahomes until the le- latest moment possible. So then I'll go on the other side. Eli, what do you have uh, next? What's the third option? 
All right, NBA, your boy Nikola Jokic, plus 600 to an MVP, or LeBron James, the on favorite right now at plus 350, nickel or dime? <laughs> the video, radio.com slash betql daily. Eli dropping doms, dropping dimes, Sershkovich with a picture. Dropping of dimes. Golfing. Uh, Nikola Jokic plus 600. Who those odds have dropped, have dropped. I'm curious what Jeff Sherman has to say about this. And he's a Lakers fan and he's going to be joining us bookmaker over at the Westgate. When you look at the efficiency numbers, and I think that's one of the first things, one of the first things voters look at, but they start with team record and the Lakers are going to have a better team record than the Denver Nuggets. Um, uh, the guy we spoke to yesterday, Kurt Heelan from Basketball Talk, he was all about LeBron. Now, keep in mind, he's a California guy as well. But I, I, the numbers, when you go Jokic versus LeBron, I, I get the better numbers with Jokic, and I get the better odds. So I'll put 500 at 6-1 to one on Jokic. I'm going the other way. You know why I'm going the other way? Jokic isn't going to win the MVP of the NBA. That's why I'm going the other way. LeBron James, LeBron James has a very good chance to be the MVP of the NBA. Jokic wow. isn't winning the MVP. It's going to be LeBron or maybe Embiid. I, I just don't think the Nuggets are going to be good enough as a team at the end of the day that it's Jokic. I think it's going to be probably – I think LeBron's got a great shot. So I'm not going to bet money on a guy that's not going to be the NBA MVP this year, and that's Jokic. Sorry, Joe. Jerk. Saving the audio, that's for sure. On to the next question. Uh, This is college basketball. This is college basketball related because it's a matchup tonight. And, Joe, you know you like to talk about how there's some value in betting futures before a big game like this, maybe for Texas. Uh, Putting a nickel on Texas at 16-1, to they're plus 5, plus 200 on the money line tonight against Baylor or put a dime a thousand dollars on the Baylor bears at plus 400 to win the title nickel or dime. Yeah. The biggest storyline in college basketball right now is that there are two teams at top on on here all by themselves and it's Gonzaga and Baylor, but with this particular game, so Texas, I, I only have to bet half, but my odds are four times that of Baylor and the, the way the tournament is set up now, if it was a series, maybe my response is different, but just the nature of March Madness and this year, give me Texas at 16 to one, betting half of that instead of uh, Baylor at four to one. Eli, you're the college basketball guy. Which would you do? I would do Texas at, at uh, 16 to one. I'm with Joe. The turnovers are a little concerning for me, but. Man, this team brought everything back from last year. They added Greg Brown, the freshman, a really good backcourt with Coleman and Ramey when he's healthy. Like, they've lost two of their last three games, but they collapsed against Texas Tech, and the Oklahoma loss, they were without Ramey and Jericho Sims. So, uh, yes, dropping bombs on BetQL Daily. Texas, 16-1 to 1 between the two for me. Okay, I'll go Baylor. All right. How did, uh, how did Texas Tech work out last night? How did that go? Yikes. College basketball guru, Ross Tucker. Yikes, I missed by two points. Yikes, Yikes. it was a two or three point game down the stretch. Last one, Eli. All right, this is for you, Joe, because I know you wanted to get in some baseball. Uh, So the Cardinals acquire (laughs) Nolan Arenado. Cardinals to win the World Series at 22 to one. That wasn't a joke. Uh, So again, nickel on the Cardinals, 22 to one to win the World Series or the White Sox at nine to one, put a dom on the White Sox to win it all. 
Uh, Cardinals are going to win the NL Central. White Sox are going to win the AL Central. I get uh, I get nicer odds, twenty-two to one. I'll go twenty-two to one. Give me uh, St. Louis. God. Yeah, I will take St. Louis now that they got Arenado. By the yeah. way, like, what do you even do today if you're a Colorado Rockies fan? This is that. This is why baseball sucks. I mean, that yeah. is why baseball sucks. You cannot do that. You pay fifty million dollars to get rid of the best player in franchise history and the best third baseman in baseball, maybe ever. Even Mike Schmidt, my guy growing up, said he might be the best third baseman ever. 